Peter, the one who was always first to speak out, always the one to step forward, said, let's go fishing. I've thought about this quite, quite a few times. Why, why, why did they go fishing? He said last, uh, Phil said last week that uh, it, it was their own thoughts. It was not led by, God, by Christ, it was just something that they did. And this came to me in 2005. I went to India to deny to Alex Huntrong uh, monitoring and distribution of aid. Another time I went through villages, I went into Chennai where the harbour was a complete wreck. All the fishing boats were wrecked, it was rubbish everywhere. And people were clearly confused. They were shocked by what had happened. They lost their homes, they lost their livelihoods, they lost their relatives. I walked to the back of the beach and there was a shelter. And sat in the shelter was an old man. And he was sat there quietly mending nets, quite peacefully. In all that chaos, in all that loss, he'd gone back to do what was familiar to him. And so often we do that. You know, when we're troubled, we, we like to go and grab hold of something that's familiar. I believe that's what happened with Peter. All this thing let's go fishing. We know about that. We, we know what to do. We know how to do it. And so they went. And the story goes on how they didn't catch fish. And, and suddenly Jesus is on the shore speaking to them. Then he notices Peter that's first out of the boat to go and see Jesus. And they have that huge catch. Jesus already has those um, fish and breakfast frying there on the beach. And they have breakfast together, they break bread. And Jesus speaks specifically to Peter. And that's what I want to focus on this morning is that conversation. Sometimes he said, so walking on the beach. I don't think he was too far away from the other disciples, but he spoke specifically to Peter. Peter who had denied Christ. Peter who had made all the mistakes. And Jesus says, come on, talk to him. And that's how he felt. There were times when I was heading to the door and my dad would say, I want to work with you. But you've all had that, haven't you? you? You all know that feeling. Dad wants to speak to you. What have I done now? Jesus, Peter, come on, I want to talk to you, Peter. There wasn't a rebuke. There wasn't shouting much. There wasn't threats. Jesus just said, Simon, son of Jonah, do you love me more than these? It's a simple, soft, gentle question. Do you love me? My dad loved me, but we didn't 
That's the word that Jesus used. Peter, will you let me totally and unconditionally? Would you give your life for me? Would you give anything for me? Do you love me that much? So Peter answers with the filial love. The softer version. One which works, one which we need, one which makes things happen, but has got that little clause at the end of it for lack of that clause. And so he answers in that way. He answers the fear that. And Jesus said to him, Feed my mouth. And then the second time Jesus said to Simon, Son of Jonah, do you love me? Again that the Catholic love. Peter answered once again, You know that I love you. The two loves are just not matching up at this point whatsoever. Jesus is asking for that absolutely unconditional total love when Peter's answering him. Peter received forgiveness 
seen two layers. We've seen that story of love between the two and the story of commitment, but also a commission. Jesus starts off by, by saying, Feed my lambs. Peter said to him, Lord, why can I not follow you now? 
I will lay down my life for your sake. What happened when he came to stand for Jesus? He denied him. He said, I don't even know you. I don't even know him. And Peter said these words. He betrayed him. But history tells us that it was Peter who proclaimed the Pentecost. It was Peter who stood for Christ. And it was Peter who fulfilled what Jesus said. The time came when Peter's hands were stretched. And he too was crucified for Christ. I forgive you, but I should ask you to do that again. And I can say so it's open. But here's Jesus saying, I forgive you, Peter, but here, don't be a shepherd. Don't do my work. Not only forgiveness, but trust. Yeah. 
our potential. He sees your potential. And he has a task for you to do. Which may be totally different to the way you thought you were going to go. When Peter was obedient to that change,
pay the price of sin. And so he took the cup of redemption and
take you. This is my body broken for you.